With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Oh, my God. Rupert Boneham won Survivor 43. How could we have predicted this? He might as well have. Yeah. I finally have hope that Coach could win this game one day. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Anyway, hello, everyone. Uh, This is, yeah, the Merge Group Podcast. (laughs) Um, uh, We just watched the three-hour finale of Survivor Season 43. Um, I don't know. I guess we're going to talk about it. I yeah. I was so excited that my baby boy Gabler managed to pull out the win that I burst down the doors into the podcast, like Tony breaking into his 47th spy shack. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting me join. Well, Let's make yep. this George. <laughs> he, he introduces himself. <laughs> he, well, he thought that we were never going to do it. Yeah, I was pretty <laughs> we, certain we it wasn't going to happen. Long. <laughs> I was I was about to do it, and then he no. introduced himself. <laughs> I figured um, I would take the initiative, just like uh, Alligabler. Yeah, he took the initiative in creating alliances with everyone. I was wondering if uh, the the greatest move in Survivor history that they all cheers to at the end, um, prompted by Cody, was when. Uh, Gabler put pawn fronds on Sammy and Ellie while they were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly certain that's what it was because they were looking so cold. And that's what established Gabler's uh, bonds with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll tell you this much. With last year's winner being Marianne and this year's winner being Gabler, that next time on, that woman rubbing rocks all over her face is my my go-to pick. She, she's my number one pick for sure. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's my winner pick now. If she doesn't win, I I will expect this show to get canceled. This is this is the new era where only the wildest people win. Well, so, I, I I think it is interesting. I mean, we can talk about this a little bit later, but one of my thoughts was um I think any of the past three winners since Winners at War. I think any of them would be a great candidate to be to win again. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they would be so underrated. Like going right. into uh, a winter season, right? Yeah, and I and I think that's that's the sort of game that you need to play uh, to play right now. But I think any of the final three could have could have fallen into that category, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, well, 
I mean, I want to I want to start it off hot here right off the top, right? You always do. Because going into this final tribal, I think and I think that all of us would probably agree that Cassidy on paper was the favorite going into it. And I thought it was Cassidy. And I don't know that she necessarily biffed that final tribal as much as for whatever reason, they did not want anything to do with her. The and, jury. Yeah, the jury didn't want yeah. anything to do with her. And they were feeding answers to Owen and Gabler, but setting up Cassidy to fail at every turn. And, and I, I'm going to go out on a limb, and it's either for two reasons. It's because they were really pissed off that they took Jesse away from them of being able to vote. Or it's what we've been seeing this whole season of all of the women going home. And I think that there was a big internalized misogyny thing, especially with that final question. I don't think Cassidy necessarily biffed that one. But three men did not want her to get any credit for that move or that she convinced them in any way because that's not how it went down in the edit. They actually set it up in a different way. So basically, we're talking about the question where what was the uh, move where you sway to vote, right? Persuasion. Persuasion. Was the, the keyword, yeah. Yeah, and she brought up the one where it was her and Ryan, which was a battle that she came out on top of. And Jesse and Cody were back and forth on that one. And not only that, but they actually did the opposite thing that they said during that vote, where they said that if James gets voted out, they're going to vote out Cassidy too. And they changed it. You watch back because we thought it was really weird when they did that. So I don't, I don't quite remember, uh, but it, their their logic in the final tribal council makes sound sense to me that you would want to not take out the whole thing because if you take out Cass, then you don't have the numbers, right? But if James was gone, if James was still there, then you would need to whittle down their numbers. I think that would have been more the consideration. But Well, yeah, th- and that was the confusing thing when it was going on. I was like, why would you take more of your numbers out and like just completely explode this? But I, I thought with the feeling of having Gabler, they must think they have Owen and they did end up having Owen later on. But th- the fact is that all of them did like team up together in that moment to not give cassidy any credit at all but she did make herself seem more appealing to make uh to go forward than ryan in that moment and she was the one talking to them and ryan wasn't talking to them at all yeah because ryan was pretending yeah that was ryan's big plan i i i don't know i i think the third reason too could be uh carla was bitter and carla you know poisoned the well a bit and carla did really took took credit for all of the moves on Coco and then was just like bitter towards the jury. And obviously James couldn't change anyone's minds because he was the only one that voted cast. Yeah. Yeah. And one vote away from Gabler getting a perfect game, (laughs) a perfect game across the board, across the board. That's only been replicated by Earl and Adam. Did Adam get a perfect game? He got all the votes. But I think he got some votes against him. Yeah, yeah I think he got, got some votes against him for sure. Yeah, I. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, because you're you're right. Um, but also, Carla is the person that Cassidy brought up that hey, all of the women are going out, and Carla shut her down then too early on <laughs> in the game. So, 
but yeah, Carla did say, and and we were talking about it, and Joel was like, "Oh, it's just a a strategy to like say that you're not gonna, you're going to say that every I did everything. No one's gonna vote for you if you take me out." And Carla did, uh, I guess, stick to that. Apparently, <laughs> maybe we yeah. don't know that. We don't know. Maybe, no, that yeah. that could be another possible reason rather than. Yeah, but I I think that also I, has to do with what I'm saying here too. I don't know. I th- I think I think Cassidy really biffed a few answers in tribal council. And I think, I think it is what the jury was saying is that they had a list of answers that they were hoping for and for people to answer with, with cool to answer, uh, to quote Rodney, cool, calm and collective. And, uh, they, they saw that from Gabler and they didn't see that, uh, or enough of that from Cassidy and Owen. But there was people feeding Owen and Gabler answers. I think that the, they were trying, there were some leading questions to Cassidy as well. Like, what did you do at Coco? Right. Like talk about your time at Coco, illuminate us to what your pre pre merge game was. How did you become dominant in this? And I don't know, like I, I went in thinking Cassidy had it in the bag uh, and, and just saw it slip every, every question, even, even like the frantic nature when she was answering the, the fire question, I was uh, I was practicing my own answer at that point out loud for when I get on Survivor, but just just like being being feeling overwhelmed and and feeling like the pressure was I, I don't know I got a sense that Cassie was letting the pressure of Final Tribal Council get to her a little bit and that impacted her answers and so whether or not that uh, the impact of the jury's perception of her I don't know but something yeah. like that where she where she left out oh gabler's best of fire till the very end and just said i think my game's good enough it it almost played but i i did well, well no she, can, I, can, I say, can i say something sorry yes joel um uh um <laughs> what no no, oh, no fine no, go no, ahead no. go ahead i don't know let me collect myself i don't know go ahead i don't care I, I i would love to hear from you joel because cody doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about um anyway so here's the thing i think that they just got it in their heads. We wanted to see Cassidy uh, give away her immunity and take Jesse to final tribal that sorry uh, to fire. fire making. That was the, the one thing that could improve Cassidy's game. That would the one thing that would set her apart. I don't think that they would have expected that from Gabler and Owen for whatever reason. I don't, but here's, here's something. I loved when Chris Underwood did that, but I don't even, I don't really need to see it again. I think it was specific to Chris Underwood's game because he just didn't have anything else Agreed. at all. Um, and I don't think that you need to have to do that when you won the challenge already, you got that far, you won final four. Okay. Yeah. The jury wasn't there to watch that. Then it doesn't, it shouldn't be a prerequisite for somebody who won final like that. If she, if she listened to her case about it, I just felt like they didn't, I don't know. No, I, I, I agree with that completely. I agree. Because, yeah. Because the thing was too, that Jesse said it at tribal council too. So even if she did it, they'd be like, Jesse tricked her again. Yeah. You know, they would have given that credit to Jesse, even if she beat Jesse in that. Mm-hmm. She was in a no-win situation there. And in the final uh, tribal, she did say, too, that she thought that Owen would benefit the most from beating Jesse. She she made that clear, and she was absolutely right, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I, I think I think the answer there, she she had a really long answer, whereas I think you need it's exactly right. I agree with both of you completely that it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't matter. And I think you need to own that it shouldn't matter and de- devalue the the um, how much it does matter in the jury's eyes. You can say, like, listen, the point of survivors knowing what's actually going on versus the image that you have in your head and. I know that I'm not the best fire player. I know Gabler's the best at fire. Mm-hmm. So because I'm good at this game and I'm good at assessing people's strengths and people's weaknesses, that's why I put Gabler up there and he got the job done exactly how I expected him to do it. Like, I don't yeah. care if sending a soldier out to do the job. I'll sit back and let my minions work for me all day long. And that's how I got to the end. And that's why I'm going to win a million bucks, right? But you need to yeah. say it in that sort of like, I felt she was like, oh, and I'm going to get Owen and oh, and Gabler's going to fire. And I was thinking about this, whereas she just needs to be like, no, the fire doesn't matter. And if you put emphasis on it, you're dumb, like just straight up to the jury. But they did look down on her in that moment. Yeah, Um, because Jesse and Cody looked at each other when she said that Gabler, um, she didn't think that Gabler would benefit it with the game that he played. And Jesse and Cody looked down at her like smirking like they're better than her. Um, like, I think Jesse, even, I think he obviously emotions are really raw out there. And Jesse obviously like, I think wanted it more than anyone. Yeah. And I think he said to us in confessional, I am pitching this to Casta because I think she is most likely to, to, yeah, yeah. For me to be. So I don't think that he should be upset that she didn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he even I said, he, I don't think he was, because he said at the tribal, he was like, this was a hard sell. It wasn't a very good yeah, sell. Yeah, but I'm then on afterwards, yeah. on the jury, he was, he was, and like in confessional to us afterwards, like in those like jury confessionals, he was saying that he, he wanted Cassidy to have, to, he thinks that she, she should have done that. And I mean, like I, seeing Jesse's, I don't know if he had longer than the record breaking fire making, um, if he had had a longer time to do it, I don't, maybe, maybe Jesse just believed that anyone could beat him because he didn't seem <laughs> like he was very good at it. Um, not, maybe not Becky and Sundra levels, but, uh, 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 he, he didn't seem that good. So maybe Cassidy could have beat him, but anyway, all right. We've talked a lot about this one aspect of this very bizarre episode of survivor um I, there's a lot more to chew into so we'll, we can circle back to the cassidy stuff but uh i want to brush over two things before i just want to do it two things and then we'll get into like yeah. the episode front to back the first thing being is we all thought me especially that jesse was going to win oh yeah and not only did I think he was going to win, I was hoping he would win. I, I thought he would be a really good winner. And any other winner would probably be, we'd be talking about how they're, oh, they're the ones that won and when Jesse didn't win. It was just going to be that season. Um, uh, this was, it was just so heartbreaking to see him lose in Final Tribal. And sorry, in, in not in Final Tribal, in Fire Making. It's just like a, and it just like sucked the life out of me. I was just so like, all right, you know, I, I just was really disappointed. It was like the 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 edit, everything was just kind of telling me 
that this is going to happen. And I just thought it would be a really strategic and emotional winner. It was just, a, it was a disappointing thing, you know, at least with like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other like decoy, like, like when Devons didn't win, we at least, and this is honestly kind of like edge of extinctions in a way, but Devons was not half as good as Jesse. And then we have like a bonkers winner uh, instead of the decoy uh, winners at it. But I don't know, like David Wright not winning, but then Adam wins. It's like, oh, yeah, here's someone else who we've been seeing this story that we've been rooting for. But with this one, it's like, and then it's Gabler. <laughs> it's like that guy. I I kind of loved it, though. Like, I, I also was heartbroken for Jesse, uh, but I saw the writing on the wall throughout the episode when Jesse was getting zero confessionals and they were giving everybody else like confessional narration bits. I was like, where is Jesse? Why is he like non-existent in this episode? And that's to, uh, uh, you know, bring us at least to a bit of the characters of everybody else. Uh, and I, I also, I also kind of loved it from an editor's standpoint because often I feel like we, you know, you'll complain in, People complain if it's too obvious who's going to win and people complain when it wasn't obvious enough that like Erica was going to win. But I, I liked how Carla and Jesse were set up to be like the two viable options throughout the game. And both were the ones eliminated at final five. It made for like a really exciting finale that gave the focus to the final tribal where I, I think the focus needs to be. And it was uh, having Gabler pull it out with, just seeing seeing people start to respect his game and and realize what he'd done, and then with him uh, just giving away all the money at the end and saying we all did this shows the sort of like him him putting everybody else up in the group and and that sort of like behavior made me realize oh yeah he's played a really good social game in terms of saying like yeah, yeah we're we're all doing this together like we're all doing it together and that can, continuing that narrative through. Um, I, I, I found it very exciting, especially because I did not see Gabler coming. And that's what happens when you go for a swim in the creek and you don't check how deep the water is, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, I don't know. I would have, I would have liked to see in a big, in, in like, I don't know. Marianne had some good moves at the end last season, but we've had a couple under the radar winners. And then we literally have like a, a guy whose like whole strategy was to go under the, like under the radar, under the water, whatever you want to call it. Waiting for but that next chump. I would have, I just, to go back to the Jesse <laughs> thing, I was looking forward to seeing what, fu how future seasons react to seeing Jesse make two big moves and then win, you know? how to just the, the, that there's precedent for that to happen and you don't have to be a psycho like Tony Velachos, you know, I'll, I'll say this though, um, that I almost had the opposite effect of you as you, because for, for us, like we all predicted basically Jesse to win from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. when, when we were doing our cast breakdown, when we were doing our fantasy, he was the number one pick of all of us, I think. Mm hmm. Um, and we all stated that he was our winner pick at the end for all of us. So as my we winner went, pick was Cody, but okay, go on. My winner pick was probably Gabler. 
but I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we were, there was a lot of us at least Ryan and I, if you two don't want to admit it, we're very, we're, we're very, I him for sure. I, I definitely, uh, he was also very heavily, uh, advertised. Yeah. We were very certain though, that he was going to yeah. be the winner. So as it went along and it really seemed to go that way, that the more I wanted someone else to come forward and and i think See, especially the, going to the finale i had an i opposite, wanted surprises and i had that's an what we opposite got. feeling i want like i just thought he would he was just going to be a good winner so i wanted it there to be a good winner you know yeah i, 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 I also wanted I jesse to win going into this and i, and I am disappointed he, gonna be he didn't win yeah i didn't mind um because like i don't know we like it's not like this was like a, that rate of a season anyway to have like someone pull that impressive of a move last week i'm like yeah he better be rewarded for that that's pretty cool and he seems like a really nice guy who cares about his family i could, that's very important it seems the, the win seems more important to him than it does to anyone else i kind of want it to happen to him like i think it's nice that gable gabler is donating all his money to charity that's great and the and his his uh, what he said about it was great, and his conversation with Ryan, good for good for that. But also, I'm like, Jesse's right behind you, <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just got, lo- watching he, the money slip away. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it, I just I if 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 that if it meant, I mean, obviously, a million dollars would change my life significantly. But I mean, if I had a family and I had the backstory that. I just empathetically, I really feel awful for Jesse more than anyone. And I obviously feel bad for Cassidy, but I really feel bad for Jesse. It just fucking I I I agree that that I'm really bummed for Jesse, but that's also why I think it's a great editing job. And that the, the the editors did a really good job because often you get you know, you only get the storylines for the hero. You only get the storylines for the person who comes in first. And to have, we haven't seen that sort of like heartbreak really happen uh, up to the finals in a long time. Like I, I could see it. I was thinking about uh, Ben and heroes versus hustlers versus healers. Uh-huh. If, if it hadn't been the final four fire making, right? Like that would have been mm-hmm. a similar heartbreak story. Yeah. Uh, Cause he would have been gone. And, and just thinking about the, the storytelling that survivor does do from like an edit an editing and like a storytelling standpoint i i like from that standpoint i like that we we got to see jesse's heartache and we we also got to see what happens when you when you don't pull up you don't make it happen and that happens all the time right so i i appreciate it for i appreciate it for th- for that regard even though i am bummed for jesse and i did want him to win because i i had a lot of fun watching him play well I think um, I think it'd be interesting to talk about what everyone thinks Jesse's kind of downfall was here. Like why? Because we've seen players that are big threats get taken in fire or like al- allowed to go through. So and I, I think I have a bit of a take on a downfall here, but I, I'd I be interested too. to. Hear. Well, I mean, I, I, I think the downfall is obvious. He put he he had two. He was under the radar a lot, and he was the silent guy. But then he came out like kind of guns a blazing for the for the final six and final five. And then and like if you want to, his downfall is is like yeah he was under the radar, but that 
kind of if he was under the water with with uh, Gabler, he stepped out of the water for those two things, way above. And like, that's the, that's the move. But it's also like I don't know as a as a guy who want, who likes the show and likes exciting moments on the show. I don't want people not to do that all the time. You know what I mean? Like I I want there to be exciting there there to be a way to the end for people like that. Um, you know, I don't I don't want people to be afraid to do that kind of stuff. Like, but I guess if you're not a challenge threat and you don't think you can win fire, you have to find a fucking different way to the end, well, I guess. Well, that's, that's, that's what I was going to just going to say. I, I think it comes down to, to that self-awareness, right? And Jesse didn't win a challenge the whole season. Well, not the whole season, but, but the whole individual portion, right? He didn't, he didn't win a challenge. People were beating him all the time. And especially with people who had that consistent immunity, streaks in them all being left to put yourself in such a vulnerable position when you've spent so long forging a bond with Cody who is loud and who might get taken out first and might be that target before you first. Uh, I, I think it's a big move, but you have to be willing to then show up in the fire making challenge like Tony did, right? Like yeah. Tony needed to needed to win that fire making challenge to win, and he did win, uh, and he knew he had to do that. And like if I were Jesse, well, he needed to be practicing fire the moment he took Cody's idol. He needed to yeah. stop speaking to literally everyone out there and just go off and mm-hmm. practice fire for the for two three days. Yeah, because you know he he needs to assume he's not going to win. Like you, you should you can hope, but track record speaks that maybe he's not going to pull out the win and what happens when you don't pull out that win. Right. Um, and so it, playing too hard above your, above your weight class is, uh, is I, yeah, was ultimately like his, his downfall. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I also think that even before those big moves, um, there were certain tribals like the, uh, the one where he got the letters from his family too, where, when he was speaking at tribal council, he was speaking as if he's winning, like that he's, he's won this thing. And I think that he could have, I think that he, it's exactly that, that he was playing like a challenge beast. Like his gameplay was like a Tom, almost a Tom Westman in a, in a way, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think that he could have benefited from like pumping the sales more of Cassidy, pumping the sales more of Gabler and making them feel like they have this kind of game, you know, like, oh, you were a part of this more like, oh, you led this thing kind of thing. And I, I think that it would have been easier. It would have been easy to take Gabler to that next level with with that, because the funny thing about this edit is that watching the season for all of us, this first time view and I mentioned this to Joel earlier, but if you, for us watching this season, this first time view, Gabler's confessionals, you're like, look how delusional this guy is. Yeah. But now if you watch it back, <laughs> you'll be like, this guy knew the whole time. He had the game in his, the palm of his hands. Yeah. He was right about everything he said. Just because he comes out so buffoonery right from the gate with having an idol and being like, hey, I've got an idol. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to do that. Shot in the dark. And play my guys, shot in the dark instead. You guys put your votes on me. <laughs> just because. Just because. He, he, you know what? 
I think Gabler needs to be again celebrated because he made the Zane strategy work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He, he did what Zane couldn't do. And y- you know what? It, it makes me think that Zane should come back for second chance because that's He's where my money will be. He's got all, the shot. All of your favorite players, Joel. Okay. Have a second shot at this game. Shane Powers can win this game now. Because of Gabler. Because of Gabler. Gabler is paving the way. This is more about the characters winning. We've seen it start with Marianne, a character. Gabler, an even bigger character. This is the character era of Survivor. That's the new age. My Uh, thing with Gabler, Gabler, though, is I don't think he's full weirdo like like that's my, like that's always been my thing with him is like i wanted him, like mike out the bat last season was talking like all this kind of wacky shit and confessionals and being really fun like gabler only had hints of being a strange man well, and i wanted so much more because he had self-awareness yeah. where mike didn't yeah that was the I, thing. Uh, like gabler genuinely had self-awareness still I think that's it. I think I think self-awareness is the key word here. And I think Gabler actually had it where none of us thought he would. And you hear the jury say like, yeah, he's not just this crazy old man. He actually owned his game and he knew what was going on. And they're like, wow, we're so happy that the Philip Shepard strategy worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, uh, uh, looking at Twitter, though, his his likes are. Uh, uh I don't, I don't, I don't uh, necessarily agree with some of the tweets he's been liking. <laughs> Gabler, yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying that that his likes weren't, um, people weren't liking his stuff as much as they were Russell's, and that's why Russell should win America's fan favorite and should have won season forty three. Yeah, that's right. Russell might have won this season. <laughs> well, case could be made. Yeah, um, Tony might have won this season. Well, let's get back to the start of this because we haven't talked about Carla yet and the mm-hmm. beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Carla uh, showed us not a great player from the bottom. And even though... <laughs> That's I'll true. Have, well, let's, let's start at the beginning of the episode, though. I, I, I want to okay. go through the whole thing. Um, uh, so we start... A fun way, of the, the way the episode started, we just started at last week's Tribal Council. Just to remind us how much we want all want Jesse to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we we got some narration of Jesse telling us how it happened. We got the flashback to Cody's thing, but it wasn't even we didn't find out about uh the the knowledge's power being the reason for all this. I guess but until I think we kind of did. We knew that's why it, but not, well, not we last week. Not last week why it went back. Yeah, yeah. to him, but but I think we knew that was that was the general fear which started yeah. the shuffle. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, we uh we we see this here's here's something about as soon as they did this the exact same thing that we've had in the last two seasons, a a word scramble puzzle that turns into a fucking uh advantage hunt uh and that's that's a a um Hosted by advantage, advantage in the challenge. It's like, okay, this is the same exact fucking thing we've done the last two seasons. It's like, why are we doing this again? It's like, it's so cookie cutter. I, I am glad that at least to me, the advantage felt 
not as significant as it has in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like it was almost game winning for when Erica got it. Mm. She was just like, yeah, here, why don't you just have immunity? And it's like, okay, because <laughs> she was so far ahead. So at least this, it felt, it felt mitigated and, and also mitigated by the fact that the phrase was one that wasn't, that hadn't been used before. And you could uh, almost form immunity and some other choice words that the contestants would naturally gravitate towards. Adventure. First. Yeah. Yeah. Adventure. Adventure. The, the classic survivor phrase. Yeah. Let's go on a, let's go on an adventure, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, one fun thing we saw was Owen lashed out again when <laughs> when he didn't find that thing. He really he it was pretty. Re- I find Owen's temper tantrums to be slightly relatable because no, you do <laughs> because the way he the way he does it, he puts it away. He gets just like ah oh, God ah oh. he's so mad at himself. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've seen that happen uh, on a podcast or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the lovable curmudgeon was at it again. Uh, got the football taken away from him. Um, yeah. Charlie Brown fell back down. He was chopping that coconut, eh? I thought he was going to chop his damn finger. Oh, yeah. He he did not seem as uh, lovable of a curmudgeon this time. (laughs) I think I think anytime you see those temper tantrums and from Owen, we saw plenty. It was like, well, you're not getting any votes. Yeah, (laughs) but it's I don't think he was like being a dick, though. It's just him. Like, that's just the pent up like emotions inside of him. Yeah. But, like he's not putting it towards anyone. It's yeah. just like him. That's just how he reacts to but that. It, thing. It's the same thing that people get flack for crying on there. Right. It's like controlling your emotions around the other people and keeping mm. composed. Yeah. in a game about like where emotions are the main currency. Mm. I don't think that, that his temper is why he didn't get any votes though. I'm just saying, Joel, don't do that when you're on the island, okay? Yeah, Joel, people well, will call you yet, tant, so. Temper Tanty Joel, and that'll be your little uh, Chiron underneath your name. Uh-huh. Joel, T- professional temper t- temper tantrum thrower. TT Joel. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not having a temper tantrum unless you guys want me to. <laughs> like, I'm, fine. I'm not... <laughs> feels like we I'm might be on the verge of one right now. No, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> not. Um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, we moved to the challenge. Pretty, pretty, pretty physical challenge off the bat, but uh, most of it is 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 about this this uh, word, another word jumble. A lot of word scrambling today on this this, this that day on the island. There was a lot of word scrambling. They must have been seeing letters, letters. all over the place. Yeah. I was just reading in a post uh, interview that um, Gabler kept on stopping the challenge shouting is this it jeff and he'd just written alligator over and over again <laughs> and 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 jeff would say no that's not it and so he'd be like okay but then he'd try it again and it would just be alligator with another r i heard that he kept asking for a pen so he could turn the, he could make his own letters as well <laughs> um, see it's that sort of innovation that lets you become the winner mm-hmm. god um and uh, we see Owen get it with dangerous, but yeah, the, yeah, you pointed out that there's. I, I wonder if they plan for variants like that. You can that they try and make like. I feel game. like that's what Jeff was hinting at, or maybe he was just taking credit for it in the moment, saying, mm-hmm. "You know, we plan for this sorts of thing. There's going to be lots of 
lots of different words that we like to put in there when you put the almost the whole alphabet and can spell whatever you want. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I guess the, there's the but but so the advantage was is that um, uh, Carla had ten extra letters on the other side of her balance beam, right? Yeah. And which was like for her the good advantage because the things that she was injured with was, was her hand and her ankle. Mm-hmm. So the balance and holding things would probably be bad, but pretty quickly it just became about the fucking word jumble anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I did think that the person I didn't like the alignment of that, like that it was like if you win the word jumble, you'll have an advantage in the word jumble. While you're already good at word jumbles, you did one well already. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about that? That the way like Owen's reaching for the advantage, but then Carla comes in right below it and and grabs. I I think Carla was on the other side of the tree, and Owen was looking on one side of the tree. So it wasn't just like Owen's like I've got it, Mm. and then grabbed it. Carla just saw it, grabbed it, and Owen went, "Oh, did you know that a, a tree next to a rock was called a knot?" Well, no, the knot is um, like the little, it looks like where a branch could, could come out of and it, and it doesn't kind of the crook of the tree. So that's to indicate that it was in the, indicate that it was in the hole, the hole of the say? tree. No, I was reiterating like, yeah, he's what? right. I knew this all along. Is that what you're going to say? Well, no, that's the knot of the uh, tree. Joel, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. No, I, I, no, no, he's he, going full Owen. The, the, Owen, Owen's on the podcast. For the listeners, he looked at me with his with his eyebrows burrowed, like, "What's the fuck's the matter with you?" Yeah, <laughs> R- rustling all of his rustling feathers in at Joe's you. face. I was, face. I was just looking at you. Yeah, uh huh. All right, I did, but, he, <laughs> but he was talking. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for your response. I did. Did I have? What would I respond to that? I don't know. That's why I was waiting to find out. I don't know. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so interesting. So glad you looked over to see what I was going to do. Yeah, um, don't look at Joel in the eye, Cody. You should know that by now after how many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Owen wins a little bit of protein. Big <laughs> potato. Vegetables. Red wine and cheesecake. Um, it looked very good. I w- I would love a meal like that. That's the ultimate survivor meal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the cheesecake. Would you I mean I steak? would you have would you have the steak, Cody? Um oh if I was on Survivor, would I have the, well, I mean we kind of went over this dilemma last week. Oh, did and you? I, and I said that I would uh probably in that environment, just needing uh fuel, I would have meat. Um, but pull a Joe. I get, I get, yeah, I get medevaced out from yeah. all that steak. Pooing. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, the last couple seasons, or I think particular in Survivor 41, for the chicken and veggies uh, reward uh, with Deshaun, Erica, and Xander. And then when Erica and Heather had the same sort of steak dinner, the broccoli looks so good to me. And in this episode as well, the broccoli that they have with that. That steak just looks delicious. My compliments to the Jeff. <laughs> uh, or, the, or is it the stew? We don't know. The, the stew. 
<laughs> the same guy who makes the pizza makes the steak. We're not sure. Oh, that was very good, Cody. Um, uh, see, I would, but I was too busy thinking about um, how de- Gabler's meal, his delicious steak dinner that he was describing. He hooked oh, me yeah. in. Oh, the the coconut. Yeah, and I was like, I want what he's having, and that's in his his uh, winner's montage. Yeah. yeah, he was almost falling yeah. over, picking at that coconut. It closed in on that coconut like he was pulling an advantage out of it. <laughs> it's his big moment. It was an advantage. It was better than the steak. Yeah, yeah, that's true. what gave him the fuel to persuade the jury to vote for him to win. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, that did anyone? I just that that oh, we've been to that sanctuary a lot this season. I just was I. They're like, we're going back to the sanctuary. This and all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, they've been there a bunch. This is where they go for uh rewards now, I guess. I just like it was realized. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, it really emphasized to me that they're like, oh, we're done with even making making any other sets. Is it we want cuts? no other sets. Uh, you know, we're happy with our 26 days. We yeah. want one set for rewards, one set for challenges. Same fucking yeah, challenges over and over again. Same advantages. You, uh, you know what the reward should have been for this uh, final uh, reward immunity? Right. It should have been going to the kids of Fiji and dropping off a bunch of soccer balls. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been Just, throw, just throwing soccer balls at them. Or dropping off a bunch of COVID-19, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or picking some up. Uh, some Omicron. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, that's a that's a sports sports company. <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely at this moment when Owen and Cassidy were both on the um reward. I was like, oh, Cassidy's going home. This is mm. gonna get flipped on Cassidy. Do you remember what they said as they were eating? They're talking about it's gotta be how it's gotta be Jesse or Carla tonight. Mm-hmm. And they thought a good final three would be them, those two, and Gabler, and they were like yeah, and I don't think anyone's going to vote for Gabler. I don't think anyone's going to take him seriously. That's they, part of Gabler's whole remember, plan. They, they shouldn't have said that. <laughs> there was egg all over their steak. Oh, and then, but like not long after, we have a confessional from Gabler being like, I think I could beat those two. I don't think I can beat Jesse and Carla. And like, he was the right one. They were the delusional, I guess. That's what the edit was telling us. Yeah. Well, I, I felt like, it, again, I felt like it was pretty evenly matched going in. I thought Cassidy had the leg up, but uh, it's all down to, we've seen, again, in the last three seasons, great final tribal performances. Yeah. Yeah, but do you not think that if going into that tribal, I think, well, no, let's not let's not get there again. <laughs> let's to get to Carla here, uh, because we have Carla on, on the beach while they're at the reward. Yeah, just her, just ruining every chance she had to do anything. Mm-hmm. Listen, the thing that pissed me off the most was how much Carla thought that she was better than uh, Cassidy. When, yeah. to me, watching this season, Carla fell apart. She fell apart episodes ago. Cassidy, yeah. to me, would have beat Carla at the end, or should have beat Carla at the end of yeah. me anyway. Yeah, probably not to the jury, apparently. But I like I like Cassidy standing more. up for herself. Yeah, I like yeah. Cassidy standing up for herself, saying, "Yes, I understand this. This is basic 
uh, like a basic thought of the game. That's why they've shortened this portion of the game because there isn't that much to talk about. Mm-hmm. And she shouldn't have apologized there to Carla no. because Carla was the one talking down to her the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know if she was like apologizing more than she was like, Hey, we left on bad terms. I care about her. She did say she was sorry. And Carla didn't know. All right. I, I, but it, I think she was more patching things up than she was like, you know, she was trying to, I don't know. yeah. And then Carla, Carla voting Gabler was the, that would have just broke well, my heart. Just the fact that it showed her voting Gabler. I was like, all right. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, because I was it. like, oh, Ryan's going to be the one Gabler vote. That should have been the one they showed. I thought it was going to be Ryan, Jesse, um, Cody, all for Gabler, but I thought it was going to be... Oh, you mean uh, the Ride or Die Alliance? Yeah, the Ride or Die. And then they were Since riding when? and they were dying. What the fuck? Well, we just didn't see it. And then I thought it was going to be Carla, James, and Sammy for Cassidy, uh, and then... Maybe Janine would have thrown to Owen, but maybe Janine and Noel to Cassidy. That's what I thought the breakdown was going to be. Yeah, I, I was I was wondering if we would see a. I mean, we're we're skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. Anyway, um, I was gonna I was gonna talk about if we were gonna see an Owen vote at all, which we didn't. But anyway, that's skipping ahead. But ah, so we know Carla. To. What's that? Seemed like Noel wanted to, but yeah. He didn't, I, I mean, I, I don't know what was cut, but he didn't get like a lot of like opportunity to really sell himself during tribal counts, final tribal. I just, I don't know. His pitch plan was, I failed a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they were just, well, like, I'm yep, here. well, that's good for you for admitting it. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, uh, so we see uh, on the beach, Gabler, Carla and Jesse talking about Cassidy and Jesse's pretty gung ho about Cass about Cassidy because he knows that she's a big like left the of the people the two big challenge threats right now since Carla is injured is is Cassidy and Owen Owen has immunity so he wants to get out Cass so he's more likely to win in the um fucking final four final which he might have because which he literally might have yeah it depended how how fast carla would be but yeah i mean think about his, this his tower was very straight because mm-hmm. he's he goes on once he finds out that well i mean most people want carla out and b carla's gunning for him he's like oh do i play my idol for me or do i like like this is like the one time in the game where the the votes are literally out of jesse's hands and yeah. but so it's it's like Carla gunning for him makes it complicated um, because, you know, if he plays his idol for Carla, then the two votes left are his for Cassie and hers for Jesse. So it's just like it can't happen. But just like it, it, the way of getting Cassie out in that is so difficult. It was almost it was impossible for him, like unless he really did get that switch. And it seemed like get this it, like. She wrote the C down. She wrote Cat C and then wrote Jesse. And like and then uh Jesse's when he was about to vote, he seemed like he was waffling, like who am I gonna pick? Who am I gonna pick? And I, I don't it's just could have gone either way. Yeah, that was the first like big uh I think that Jesse could have played that tribal a lot more cool too. 
that that seemed like a little bit of a blemish on his resume just to say i'm willing to make a move and then try to and fail in front of everybody but I don't, it, not I don't that it was a huge was a deal but i don't think it was a fail in front of every, everybody because it mostly just showed hey i have janine's idol yeah i mean you could you could have kept that and showed it at the final tribal yeah but he didn't make you know, it I mean, minimized your threat a bit. The way you know? the way there would be just, just like somehow like, or try and spin it on Gabler, and then I don't know. It just, hmm. I think I think the Cassidy was the right play, and I think Jesse made the right call. Like he, I think he was really contemplating putting on Carla, yeah. but the risk was way too high in case there was a split. And somehow, even if Carla does vote Cassidy, yeah, you know, if Carla doesn't vote Cassidy and he does, then it's a tie between him and Cassidy, and he goes home and he saves Carla. And like that's not a situation you ever want to put yourself in. And that's exactly what Carla tried to inexplicably like pull because again, if she had gotten through that vote, what's her plan? Oh, just get voted out by the <laughs> other three because yeah. like, or go to fire. Like Carla didn't mm. clearly didn't have a plan in that. She just was like, Haha, I don't want Jesse to have a perfect game. I like Carla. Wins. I like Carla, but I don't I did, think she I had did too. strategic. No. I don't think, I think she had showed some strategic chops in the pre-merbs, but it was out of the conversation for a lot of the big votes, uh, that she was a part of post merge, but then and then was subsequently blindsided a bunch of times I, after that. Too. I think Carla was very much like Chrissy from Heroes when she was in power. She was like great socially, mm-hmm. uh, and then when she wasn't in power, she couldn't talk her way back. It, she just kind of reacted rather yeah. than like convincing people. Uh, yeah, I I think that yeah, like with. Carla too. Everyone kind of sifted through her bullshit. We saw the other week though too, or I think that was last week where yeah, the telenovela. Like, yeah, Jesse was like, no, she's full of shit, and then Cassidy was like, no, she's full of shit, kind of thing. And I, I think she just fell apart these last few episodes. And I think with her falling apart, she just wanted uh, to drag some people down with her, yeah, honestly, and, exactly and, yeah. Yeah. and feel that little bit of power again by being like, oh, I'm going to fuck over Cassidy or I'm going to ruin Jesse's chance at a perfect game. And I'm just going to do this for the fuck of it because I'm going I'm, home. I'm, I'm yeah, I've lost. Yeah. So it, I don't know. I, I felt like she was a little bit of a sour uh, player at the end and didn't have the best look, even though I was team Carla for a lot of the majority game. of the season. Yeah, yeah. I agree a hundred percent, Cody. Um, so yeah, Carla goes home. It wasn't the best. Obviously Jesse needed to, I think probably pull it together with Gabler and try to convince Gabler more while the other two were on a reward to get Cassidy out here, but couldn't, he couldn't get it done regardless. And then we move forward as soon as they showed this challenge. Cause we got to the challenge pretty quickly after that. We didn't get a lot of gameplay because we knew kind of what would happen with <laughs> that Jesse's going yeah. to fire and who's going with them is going to depend mm-hmm. on who's the best. Um, but as soon as they showed this challenge, I was like, Oh, Cassidy has this, this is a Cassidy win. Oh yeah. She's, she's won every challenge like this one. Like that's mm-hmm. like a um, calm collected balance challenge. This was in millennials versus Gen X, right? Yeah, sure. Feels like a while since we've seen this one. This is the first like, time that they've had to stack 15 versus 10. It's usually 10. Mm. Mm. And what other seasons is it? The Simotion balls. 
Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to picture. I feel like I'm picturing Kim Spradlin doing this. Okay. And I feel like I'm also picturing Michaela doing this, but she didn't get that far. It may. And maybe maybe they had it in Game Changers, but I doubt it. That'd be two seasons in a row. I remember Hannah Shapiro and Ken doing this, and maybe there was an asterisk to the challenge, and they had to like like stop the challenge and then then do it again or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's been used a bunch of times, right? It's a great challenge. Yeah. Because and and I th- I'm I was really excited that they switched it to 15 because I remember the last time nobody fell. Like it was no one had that moment of falling and uh, it was too easy for everybody to get to 10. And so I mm-hmm. think that's why they did bump it up to 15 so that you get the sway and the wind and the the dramatic moments. Are you looking up the challenge right now, Cody? Uh yeah, keep talking. Um. Yeah, but uh, Jesse's just behind the whole time, and then just doesn't. There's no. There was no suspense that he would win. You know. Um. Yeah. Cassidy just has the same tower the whole time. Owens falls. Gabler's falls. You know, and then Cassidy wins. Owen breaks his stick. Did he so break that, it? No, well, he bent it ninety degrees. He said because he hit it on the ground. He's he you you know kept that composure to really show that, you know, you can just keep fighting Owen. You, you believe in yourself. Oh man. Poor and guy. He smashed it on the ground. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Anyway, I feel more bad for Jesse. It's just like, yeah, you, know, I, you can't say the man wasn't trying. It just, he just was not a challenge guy, but that's it. Right? Like he, I think Jesse wins it over Cody because Cody would have given him props. Cody, it basically said in the reunion, hey, no, I was like, Jesse kind of dragged me that way. And Cody would have brought him to the finals. So yeah. if like, if he doesn't yeah, take out Cody, he and Cody are safe in five. Um, yeah. Owen wins that challenge. Cassidy or Gabler goes home. Likely Cassidy goes home there. Then it's, then it's yeah. Gabler Owen versus Cody Jesse. And Jesse or Cody pull it out. And Gabler mm-hmm. goes. It's Cody, Jesse, Owen in the final three. Cody gets yeah. a couple votes, but Jesse wins it all. Yeah, the taking out Cody was such a fun move, but you're right. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the, that's the run up, right? And he was just worried he wouldn't be able to talk it up, which is fine. Like he he did put himself in a position where he was guaranteed to win if he got to the finals. Yeah, uh, but, but that was also Gabler's move getting. <laughs> that's the true. Out Cody. That that was Gabler's move. Gabler said, "I'm getting in. I'm getting in everyone's head. I'm just inceptioning people, and we we will never know how much of an effect it actually had. But we can just assume that it was all Gabler, 100, percent and he hoodwinked everyone with his silver tongue. That's the stance that yeah. I'll be taking. What's I'm good really going to need to is good I, for the just Gabler. Thinking about how Gabler won this, and then just thinking about Gabler's game, I'm just really going to need to wash my hands of this season and not think about it for a while to really process it. Usually, I want to rewatch a season as when it's done, but this one, I'm like, uh. I think you'll see a, when you rewatch it. I think you'll see a really great course correction, um, and the only course correction that Gabler could do. And it's it's like because he makes a big fool of himself in the beginning, and then he earns back a lot of his tribe's trust by getting them palm frond blankets. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, also simul- 
simultaneously waking them up and affecting their sleep and therefore their judgment. That was Gabler's whole plan. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets to merge, he knows Ellie's coming for him. He knows that they're, they are, they are uh, enemies. And so rather than keep tribal lines, he decides to strike first and get out an enemy and put himself in the majority and in the flip-flop position. And he's able to kind of work his way up from there. I, I, I think it's, it wasn't flashy by any means, but uh, I, I, I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's a good win. Uh, so I finally found this challenge. Okay, what's it called? Um, it's Operation Balance Build, and it was first appeared in One World. Mm, hey, there you go. And then Rupee did it in Blood versus Water to get out. Oh. oh. And then Millennial. And I will win. <laughs> and I will win. And I will win. <laughs> and then Millennials versus Gen X is right as well. And was there an asterisk to that challenge? Did they have to like stop and, and make and, and Hannah and was there like a tie or some shit? Um, it just says think, that Ken won. Okay. I think they were all just really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Fi- um, yeah, it was the final immunity in uh, three of them and then the duel in Blood versus Water. And it hasn't been since Millennial Gen X, eh? No. So this is the first time we've seen it since Millennials versus Gen X, which is, uh, was pretty refreshing, actually. Yeah. It's surprising that it only has showed up now four times. Um, it's a pretty I'm, good final challenge, honestly. Yeah. They just got in the rhythm of Simotion. Like, that was the final yeah. challenge for so many seasons in a row. So They just got into the And it got ruined it. last year because it... Uh, <laughs> uh, but it got ruined last year because everyone failed so quickly. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, we can't do this. Yeah. We have been starving them for 26 yeah. days. <laughs> they That's... do not have the focus. Let's give yeah. them something that people have tried very hard to screw up and couldn't. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we see a very emotional end. I mean, Gabler just just kills the the, the final fire making. I mean, the I record. guess we could, we, could, we could talk about Cassidy, you know, her decision. Mostly it's between, you know, who's going to... We, we see that Gabler and Owen both want to take jesse to fire they they neither of them want to sit out they want they know that they're gonna have to need their need a defining move and and this could be it i wonder had she sent owen to to final to to fire making and then he beat jesse if he would have had more votes Hmm. yeah i i think that based off of their logic i think that owen would have won if he would have beat jesse in fire making too uh, fire making was the <laughs> ultimate uh, winner in this. I, I yeah, would the jury's like, we don't care about anything other than who builds a fire the quickest. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we saw it happen on edge of extinction and people kind of talked about that for a bit. I, I think the only reason Tony won. Yeah. It's the only reason, only reason. Well, that was a winter season. So people were a little more logical that one, less bitter. Um, but I think that Cassidy 100% made the right decision. That's the decision I would make. If I thought that Gabler could do it and Gabler could beat Jesse, I would rather have Gabler with that win than Owen with that win with his underdog story built to the top. Like that fits Owen's story completely. No, I think give it to Owen. 
Owen, his temper tantrums have discredited him amongst the jury. Well, apparently we didn't know that at the time. We didn't know they're freaking all about games. Never came up during the jury, Chris. Yeah, that's yeah. The, all they could talk about. Whenever Chris, they asked him a question, Owen screamed, and then they cut away from him really quickly, so you couldn't hear it. The yeah. thing about it, I think the out. dichotomy of the man is that he had temper tantrums, but also was very sweet otherwise. So I don't think they really held them against him. They never was like, yeah, but what about the time you you kicked the sand? It, it feels Listen. personal. This yeah, I, I don't. I I don't know if we should go toe to toe with a temper tantrum apologist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't vote for a guy who would kick a stick like that. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, I it got never. a little bit much when he's like chopping that. It was dangerous Nobody what he was doing with the coconut. It's, yeah, but he's it's dangerous to yourself too. It's a little bit uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. it's fine. And that's why <laughs> Owen knew. That's why Owen it felt was, defeated. It, it you was, could you could feel it fine. in all of his questions. <laughs> Yeah, he knew. That not a little bit much. The only thing they've seen of him is it looked like his he pissed his pants that one time, and <laughs> that he just threw DTs all the time. That's not the only thing you saw of him. <laughs> we also saw that he looks like uh, Cody's roommate, Colin Mori. Yeah. So I I think like here's the big thing with this final tribal though too. What? Like yeah, Gabler said he led the Ellie thing. Sure, he got that. That like that's the easiest vote to get off the ground for one. Yeah. Is yeah. The, the like just pointing a finger hard. at somebody at the merge. Um, but like no one was on. Like they were like Cassidy. Let's get on her about being a follower, even though she was she's the surviving member of us. She outlasted all of us in this power group and brought d- the people from the bottom. But instead, they were like, she's a follower. Uh, fucking Gabler was the leader. He was leading us in the <laughs> in the alliance. Am I right, everyone? The ride and die? We were friggin' following Gabler's lead the whole time. Well, Gabler did me. always lead the line when they were walking through the woods, doing their little search patterns. <laughs> I feel like we could have gotten one scene where they tell us about this ride or die alliance. You know? If it was I such think- an important alliance for the end game. Why didn't they just fucking show us? Like, I think I, I saw it. I saw it happen. No, but, but what, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, I guess a little bit, but not really. Was like, Ryan in the ride or die? No, no. Uh, the but ride or die was again. It came, Ryan. It came yeah, together. They, they were calling it Ryan or die. But Ryan. then uh, he got out. So. No, it was originally called Ryan or Cass. Mm. And then <laughs> and then they went to Ryan or die. And then it went to, you know, what? Ryder dies right there. So they went with that. I don't know, man. It just felt like the thing that made me a little bit uncomfortable about that final tribal was it felt like there was zero respect for Cassidy. Like it it felt like there was, and it didn't feel like it was. Yeah. Yeah. She like stumbled over some of her answers, but she also wasn't getting fed answers like the other guys. And she like, people were just trying to get her to set up to fail. Like that's what it felt like to me. And I think, and to not go for Gabler for the same reasons of like, yeah, like most of the time he wasn't even in on the vote. But here's the thing. Gabler bowed to them like coach after every answer. So they were, <laughs> they were, were hit coach, with a flashback. That, that's what of, pisses me off the most is that coach would have won this season. That's the <laughs> thing that pisses me off right now. Don't you have roommates? It's like midnight. Yeah. You're yelling. 
Yeah, you were just yelling a second ago. I you didn't give a yelling. shit about my roommate. So, and that was, that was like still the echo yelling. of Owen. What? what? You're shouting. Well, sorry. We're you, just, well, no, let's close down the podcast no, here. I'm just Chris, saying, you I'm like, plugs? <laughs> you're louder than normal today. Well, that's because Coach didn't win. Yeah, you know how much day, Cody loves Cody. I, I mean, <laughs> I just said you know how Cody? much Cody. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I do actually. Um, well, Joel hates my yelling. Um. Anyway, uh, I. So I guess we could talk about uh, the. Did they? Did 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 Jeff uh, throw out the how the the final tribal is split up into outwit, outplay, outlast? He did the social, but he said we'll talk about the social. The oh, he did that. He did that, and the time? something. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I thought I was missing that, and I like because uh, not He's, I wasn't missing it. It's not like I was like, hey, bring that back. Uh, You're busy really kicking sand. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I I did have after after Jesse left, I was pretty despondent. I was like, yeah. not like not paying attention, but I wasn't like uh, as energetic as I was before. I was like, kind of had the life sucked out of me. I was just like, oh, fuck. But uh, and I had I known that this was going to happen, I maybe would have perked up a little bit more and been like, okay, what went wrong? Here? Mm. I I see what you're saying, Chris, that you think he's a good winner and all this. I just it's so unexpected to me that I and I just and I honestly just I just didn't like him. I think he could win again. I just had a feeling about him and I just didn't I didn't like him. Um, I'm not big on uh, somebody who wears camouflage like that and is he just reads conservative to me and I'm not a big fan of right wingers and conservatives. And uh, from his Twitter likes and all this stuff, I can confidently say that I think he is um, uh, a right wing man. And uh, well, I mean, anyone can win Survivor. That's the thing about it. And like, uh, I I think that Gabler in this thing passed his political views, and in that final. Uh, in that final, like after show, uh, talking about how well he knew his castmates and how much he cared about their stories as well. I think that, uh, went past politics. Like when he was talking about Janine, talking about Ryan and talking about everyone's history and like why, um, their stories inspired him too and everything like that. So I, I think that, um, just putting the game aside that he showed a lot of, uh, compassion. Uh, yeah, I agree. I I think uh, I think that's the beauty of Survivor is you get a whole bunch of people with different walks of life, and they can change each other. You know, Sarah Lucina is uh, isn't she the only conservative out there? And and I don't she, like her either. She's my she favorite was, winner of all time. And she was uh, she was such a huge one of the biggest supporters of Zeke in that whole tribal, right? Like I think painting people with the an archetypal brush is uh, sometimes helpful for us to get to know the characters and sometimes limits our, our scope of, of who they can be. Fine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> Whatever. I'm tired. You just want to fall asleep? I guess. Well, I'm I, I'm thrilled that uh, 
we did have Owen here for to for this breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to bed. All right, and I'm here now. Oh, Rupee came in record speed there, like Rupee Gabler's fire making. Uh-huh. What's up, have Rupert? I I've got one question for you. Did it was it an emotional night because you were getting flashbacks to Blood versus Water, where uh, you couldn't stack ten discs when they all could kind of do fifteen? Oh well, uh, that it's funny you bring that up because for the folks at home, Rupert was giving Chris the finger while scratching his head every <laughs> all throughout that. And uh, honestly, Rupert is up. is my childhood hero, and it really hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. I don't know. What do you, you, you seem like you're sick of this, just like Joel was. Yeah. I, th- I think you got a little bit of his brain uh, there, Rupi. Are you are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. What's new with you? What's going on? I don't know. I have an alien friend, and I'm a time traveler, and all that bullshit. I guess. Well, R- Rupert, I do oh. have another question for you. How do you feel? that this is the closest that anyone wearing some sort of tie-dye has gotten to winning the game. Because Camo is kind of like tie-dye's neighbor. What was Fabio wearing? I don't know, probably a, a jean jacket. Well, he gave Purple Kelly his, his, yellow, his yellow jacket, and then she was wearing that when she voted him to win. Who? Purple Kelly. Purple Kelly, oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Rupert, did you get hit on the head or something? Don't you love the tie-dye? Yeah, yeah, no, good for him. Rupert, did you get into something with this alien? Like, what's going on here, buddy? Oh, nothing. I guess I'm just not coming in hot right now. Wow, this is the finale. We thought that you'd have a little bit of uh, pep in your step. but I mean, I'm just happy to see you, Rupert, honestly. I'm a big fan. Um, Like I said, uh, it's uh, your childhood hero. Uh... Do you do you think how well do you think Balboa would have uh, done on this season? Well, he's a dead snake. Uh, I think he would have won probably. (laughs) Oh my God, Rupert, you're uh... he would have won in final travel. Yeah, he would have got all the votes. It would have just cut to Balboa just dead on a stump. Yeah, everyone (laughs) applauding like, oh, exactly the answer we wanted from Balboa. We had a checklist of things we wanted from Balboa, (laughs) and he gave us everything. Yeah. Thanks for coming by today, Ruby. (laughs) Basically, Uh, this fucking season was a dead snake. (laughs) Rupert, um, one more question is: uh, Are you upset that Gabler won because he and your beard are basically the same if you shaved off your sides? And metaphorically, that makes if they're different beards. Well, but metaphorically, if you had shaved off the sides of your game in All Stars, uh-huh. do you think you would have pulled out the win like Gabler did, who I assume is your hero? Oh, uh, All Stars, another season where Bobo would have won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't agree. I don't know. I don't. I don't think the beards the same. They're different beards. Wow. Well, uh, Rupi, I, I don't know. Do you got anything else to uh, say to us? Or I don't know. Uh, uh, 
I'll see you next season. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, life turns out better for you than buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh, I've painted the picture of a rather bleak ob- ob- existence. But yeah, why are you so upset about this whole ordeal? You're a time traveler. Didn't you already know this was going to happen? I'm not upset about anything. I'm upset about my life as a as an alien time. It's just there's nothing good. I, There's nothing week, good in I, the future. Every week I come here and I tell you another bad thing that's happened to me, and now you're you're getting mad at me because I'm 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 not giving you enough pep. Uh, Rupi, I am not getting mad at you. I'm asking what's wrong. I'm trying to inquire about you. That is the opposite of getting mad at you. I'm showing you that I care. Okay, well, I gotta go. See you hey, Rupi, qu- quick one last question before you go. Uh, since you are a time traveler. Who is going to win in season 44 so I can pick them first in our draft? Balboa, the, the dead snake. Is that, is he, that he's your, he's your playing? Question? Yeah. It, it seems like it's the girl with rocks, rubbing rocks on her face. It could be the guy who said, I can't wait not to eat. Or yeah. uh, the guy who lost his arm on a rock accident. <laughs> like, what the hell? Anyway, all right. See you later. <laughs> all right, bye. Hey, I'm here too. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Tony, our champion, Tony. Tony, are you afraid that any of the last three winners are going to come for your spot as king of Survivor, king or queen of Survivor as the double winner? Uh, maybe Erica. <laughs> oh, you think Erica could do it? I could, I could see her, her doing it. She's already got the crown. You don't think Gabler's got it in him? No, I would rather not see him back on, on screen. <laughs> you're done with them forever. Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to see them. But you said at the start of this season that Gabler was the one you were following around. You're in his goatee. You're helping him out. You're giving him secrets. Oh, yeah. It's been a long season. I forgot I said that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, seem pretty hot on him at one point. Hey, Tony, uh, what was your favorite moment? Um, A lot of great moments. Huh. Probably... Uh, when I was uh, swimming in the iced coffee. Oh yeah, the pre-milked iced coffee. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I went for a swim in there. I would like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> oh, oh wow! You got salt swallowed by uh, Owen or something? Uh, I did get swallowed, but it was um, it wasn't Owen. That would have given Owen uh, a tummy ache for the rest of the season. Maybe yeah. that's why he was so upset. Yeah, I got uh, got swallowed by one of the crew members. Oh wow, they finished the leftover food and iced coffee. So. Yeah, well, or else they wouldn't eat. <laughs> oh, they they only the eat the leftovers. And so yeah. the leftover coconuts that yeah. Gabler leaves behind too. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, it had had they eaten and drank everything, they would have they would have gone hungry. That's the best behind the scenes information you've ever given us. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. All right. See you later. All right, Tony got depressed there at the end too. He came in a little hotter, but really got sad. Yeah, I think Tony just maybe Tony the tired. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm uh, back. Oh, I feel refreshed. Do you feel like a, you had a nice nap there, Joel? No, <laughs> no, not really. I, I find it really interesting that you always like to take your naps while um, the podcast is being recorded. Any any reason for that? Um, uh, tradition exhausted by me. Yeah, yeah. Cody, Cody's dulcet tones lulls you to sleep. It's, um, 
Also, yelling. because Rupert has like a sleep dust that he brushes over me like like the Sandman, and I can't help it. But doesn't he take over your body? Like, isn't he part of you? No, no, he haunts my dreams. Right. He's like a Freddy Krueger dream master type situation. Um. Anyway, uh, pop of the week. Gabler. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Cassidy. <laughs> I mean, One Gabler giving away. giving away that million dollars was really touching. That was that was a good moment, and that was a good moment. And also, um, yeah, just the the point where he showed like compassion and and listed off everybody's stories, kind of reiterated why they felt so attached to him, I guess, uh, yeah. doing that. Uh, the fact that I didn't bring this up yet on the podcast, but the fact that he didn't use that uh, donating to charity as a mm-hmm. part of his final speech or anything like that. Loved that. I, I love that, that he said it afterwards. He kept yeah. that. So like they wouldn't have even known and it didn't affect anything. It, yeah. That was the right thing that I felt pretty good about. That's, that's what I, lo- that's one aspect of it that I really love too. That it ever and you could tell that he didn't bring it up because everybody was shocked. Yeah, yeah, everyone was shocked, and um, yeah, I, I mean that that was good. I, I was really happy about that. Uh, predictions for next season. <laughs> I think we've already said them. Rock Lady takes it all. Yeah, we got it. You got to put it all on Rock Lady at this point. She, I'm hoping like, that uh, yeah. Sia gives some money to Jesse. C is canceled now, though, too. What for? Uh, it was a whole thing with one of her music videos. I think that might... I don't know if that's why she's not on the seasons anymore, but it's probably because they don't film it live. But Probably that, yeah. yeah. they don't film it live. I, 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 think I don't know gave, if Sia would do it. I think she gave it. up money the last two seasons. Oh, I, really? Sia I, would, I don't know if Sia would do it to Jesse because Jesse was a villain and betrayed Cody. She doesn't really care about gameplay. She cares about... Um, he's got the story, though. He does have the story, but... I don't know. She might think he's too mean. I don't know about that. I, 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 when I see a move like that, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it as a villain move. Like I, I, I felt it. it I felt the betrayal move. with Cody. Mm-hmm. When, when, when Jesse did that move, um, <laughs> Russell Hans put a gif of the Titanic coming back up from the ocean. He did. <laughs> yeah, I like, reversed it. For real? I feel like I'm, I'm cutthroat. Did he actually? No. But I don't. No? I don't even know if I could have done that move. That was so cutthroat. Yeah, that was a that mm. was a cutthroat move. And I and at the end of the day, that could have went really sour for him. But I I think it it did end up being a little unnecessary, as we discussed earlier. That yeah. going to Cody probably would have been a win for him. So Chris, you're you're out in a place, and you're doing uh uh. Christmas Carol live. Yeah, I am. I'm that'll finish up in Morrisburg, Ontario on uh, December 18th, the Sunday. So we got six more shows. You think that's why I got some sweet mutton chops. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a survivor who has sported mutton chops, but I can't have anyone comes to mind. Maybe I know Ralph from season 44 Fezziwig. (laughs) <laughs> yeah Fezziwig uh, does have some mutton chops that's true I feel like there was a mutton chop guy um, maybe not I did I, uh, I think it did 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 Ben not have it on the jury 
I'm sure there's a, the, I, I don't know about I think Ben one. had it on the jury. Yeah. 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 There's definitely jury mutton chops. I don't know if there's day one mutton chops, but that's just people shaving their face to be funny. It's not yeah. like they're not sporting the style. No, it's yeah. It's not day one. Yeah. Well, one person that didn't shave his face to be funny was Burton who had a genuine goatee. That was very nice that I posted in tribute about this week. So, I did see that. Yeah. That's my plug. <laughs> so do you think any listeners of the pod would come to see uh, um, Christmas Carol in Morrisburg? Well, you'd have to be close to the, uh, the Ottawa area. It's about an hour south of Ottawa and Ontario, but I, I don't, I don't think so, but it's a good show. It's a good show. We're almost, uh, we might be sold out. We we're sold almost out. sold out. Oh, wow. Well, wow. no, we're almost sold out. We lost That's a few. That's the thing, listeners. You, you fucked up. <laughs> as as you lose. Got to it no. late. I think we have a few. I think we have a few uh, shows that aren't that aren't sold out. We lost like seven because the half the cast got COVID. But uh, that sucks. Well, if uh, the listeners can't go to that, then they should check out your YouTube channel, uh, Room and Board, and uh, subscribe on there to see all that great content. If you like a board of games, if you like Survivor, you probably like board games. Is there, is there any Christmas Carol board games? Uh, not yet, but uh, we'll we'll make one. I bet there is. No, Christmas and winter themed board games are a uh, sect uh, uh, theming that's very underrepresented in terms of like actually good games. Probably because you can only play them for one month of the year. But there's a lot of great spooky ones. There's a lot of great spooky Halloween board games, but not a lot of great Christmas games. That's true. Well, check out Ruben Board and uh, all of our social media is going to be in the description. Let us know what you thought of the season. Uh, Instagram us, uh, tweet at us. We'll respond to all of that. We'll be back in the new year with some great preseason content, maybe some fun stuff too. Maybe and, they'll even, if you ask them a lot, they could uh, finally start watching Australia Survivor or South Africa Survivor. Eh? Let's get the listeners tweeting about it. We're going to do a Christmas Carol podcast where we talk about Fezziwig and... Nephew Fred and Bob Cratchit, Tiny Tim, and Bra- all, Bob Crowley, and, and nope, not him. Never uh, again. Jacob Marley, more canceled than Sia. Uh, Jacob uh, Derwin, yeah, and all the rest. Well, who else? Who are those? Who are those guys that come to talk to him about donating stuff? They're just called the collectors. The collectors. Okay. and boston what's 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 bob cratchit's wife's name um we don't really know mrs cratchit i think a lot of the female characters are uh just kind of referred to by uh not their names fred's fred's wife is referred to as uh darling in the book and that's it what about um ebenezer's ebenezer's main squeeze in the flashbacks in the bell bell yeah not edna why did i think it was edna you're thinking of edna from uh from Su- survivor season, south pacific yeah season, season 23. 23 i definitely was thinking of her and that hat well my goodness That's we could a, talk about a beautiful uh, hat the christmas carol all day but we did do our <laughs> closing plugs <laughs> goodbye everybody this is this is where joel perks up cody but uh thanks everybody thanks for having goodbye, me on everyone This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 